Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, so Ultimate Girls Trip 2. I I did not realize I was having like a Bravo content creator crisis and I couldn't I didn't know what was happening. I couldn't tell what was going on with me. Um, I had to take a few days off of Instagram and it wasn't just because of this, but it was contributing. And I was, I just didn't know what was the problem. And I, um, after taking a few days off, I was able to realize my truth and my truth is and I'm, um, I'm a little afraid to admit it because I know that she is such a fan favorite. Um, I hate Dorinda. I hate her. I, I, I get that people think she's really entertaining and funny. I, I hate her. I don't understand what's entertaining about her. I think she's, she triggers me. She's mean she's, I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal. So I personally am not enjoying, enjoying it. And everyone is loving it. People are posting things left and right, loving it. And so I said, I would recap ultimate girls trip too. I said it, I said, I would, I said, I would. Um, but, and I, here's the thing. I know that I, I know that you guys like to hear my perspective and that is why you tune in to my recaps. However, there are going to be times where my perspective is just not that good. Like I just don't have a good interpretation of the show. Um, and that's totally fine. I'm human, you know? And so I'm going to, I'm just going to do the first episode. I'm just going to recap episode one 
and I'm going to leave it up to you guys. So if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment below and I will not take offense if you're like, you know what? Don't love it. Don't need some bitter bitch writing or commenting and going through this recap. I don't. And if you're listening to this on, on a podcast, email me at uh, she speaks bravo at gmail.com and say, Hey girl, we're good. It would honestly give me a break. It would take a little workload off my plate. But if you are down, if you're like, Hey, yeah, drag Dorinda, please. Um, Cause honestly, I don't really enjoy any of not any, I I'm enjoying Phaedra and I'm enjoying Eva. Um, I, but I'm, I don't enjoy Brandy. I actually can't stand her. I'm not even, I'm not entertained at all. Um, I really, I, this is like reality TV that I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy the, um, trashy, ignorant, um, I, I'm, I, I'm not actually having the best time with this. And I feel very weird about it because I feel like I don't, I feel like I'm like disconnected from the community. Every time I go on Instagram, I'm like, I don't understand what the, what am I missing? So, um, yeah, here I go. I'm going to do it. Like I said, this disclaimer has, you've been warned. Okay. You've been warned. Well, let me, let me also say something real quick. I loved Dorinda in her first uh, three, three seasons. And then what happened is she got confused by the audience fandom. And I, this woman has a drinking problem and a rage problem. And I, I get very triggered by her like inability to acknowledge that. And it's, it's gone to a dark place. I, I also don't really like, again, oh my God, I'm scared. I don't like Roni anymore. I don't like Luann. I don't like Ramona. I don't like Sonia. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So when they show these flashbacks of them being wasted and yelling at each other, I'm like, okay, I, I'm, this is just not my market. And I feel weird. I feel like I don't even know why I'm doing this. So. Here I go. Okay. Dorinda is in her confessional and she's like, everyone loves Bluestone Manor because she's delusional. Okay, moving on. Eva, love her. Love Eva. She's pumped about weed being legal in Massachusetts. And so right away, I'm like, you're my girl. We meet Taylor now and... She has a 15-year-old, which is crazy, Kennedy, and she's remarried. And for some reason, Taylor says that Dorinda seems elegant and classy. Where the fuck are you getting those adjectives? Literally, do you not watch Roni? There is nothing elegant or classy in her behavior. Okay, I'm about to go off. I'll tell you that right now. Not one thing. Dorinda looks trashed all the time, like trashed all the time. She's slurring. She's screaming. So take it down a notch. 
And now she knows Vicky and Tamara, but Vicky has not been whoop it up girl for quite some time. She's lost it. Brooks, after the Brooks thing, she's slowly been declining because she's she has to like live in denial that all that happened. So. And then there's Brandy. And they haven't even spoken since Beverly Hills. And so speaking of Brandy, she's talking to her 14 year old son, Jake, who looks I swear this kid is huge. He's tall. I'm like, that is a 14 year old. He looks 18 years old. And he's clearly very used to his mom. And he's like, just don't throw alcohol at people. And she's like, that was one time. And in her confessional, she's like, I'm not that crazy drunk girl. I have my drinking under control. And as they're going through each like person, like they, they stopped at Phaedra and then they stopped at Brandy. And as they're going and introducing each person, they're splicing in their old taglines. And it's very clunky, you know, just from a professional editing standpoint. <laughs> it is, though. It's like they're thrown in there wrong. And so Tamara FaceTimes Vicky and they're, you know, talking about whatever. And I'm sorry, but Tamara pretending that she can't say Massachusetts. Really? You can't pronounce Massachusetts. I mean. See, and I like Tamara. OK. And then we get the intro like theme thing. What the fuck? It looks like the, like the circles and thing. It looks like a um, an intro to like a murder mystery Disney movie. I need to do another disclaimer. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm using a new camera. And so it might be like going in and out of focus. I'm trying to keep it from doing that. I'm trying. All right. So Dorinda is setting up for their arrival and she's treating Marco, her butler, like an asshole. Marcos, Marco, when the lady of the manor is present, you're here. When I leave, you execute. He's already hiding from her. Jill is going to be a surprise due to the Jewish holiday. She's going to be a day late. But here's the thing. I think they're mistaking this big reveal. Only the fans are excited. The cat, the, the actual like housewives are like okay we're we're also really important like they're all divas you know so they're like we don't freaking care um all right so we get the montage of bluestone manor and here i'm i'm reminded it's like dorinda yelling like i didn't get on my shot and drunken fool. The only ones I do enjoy are like Bethany, you know, like you fuck everyone. You know, I, I don't know. Bethany, I, I can't remember. It might've been Brian Moylan. I think it was him who said that the thing about Bethany is she's somehow controlled chaos. And that is a perfect way to describe her. She's still chaos, but somehow it's controlled as where with Dorinda, it just feels like it's, you don't know where it's going and it makes me nervous. And okay, I'll give you, I do really love um, Sonia's, you don't touch the Morgan letters. Very much enjoy that. 
so we get we get all of that. Um, all right. So now the ladies are all driving up and it's Vicky, Taylor and Tamara in one car, Phaedra and Eva in another car. And Phaedra tells us that Kenya warned her about Brandy. Phaedra says, if Kenya says you're crazy. Brandy rides up by herself, though, which is intentional. And Dorinda gives us, I love a nice, um, what would you call that? Like a graph, a nice graph of like who has problems with who. And I completely forgot that Tamara and Brandy had had that social media war. And uh, Taylor and Brandy still have old beef from Beverly Hills, which is shocking. I'm like, God, that was a long time ago. You still haven't spoken? Uh, Vicky's already complaining about where Dorinda lives. This is not like new. This is what Vicky does whenever they go out of town. Like whenever they leave, it's she's rude. She's rude wherever they go, which isn't a good quality. I don't like I know Vicky's always done this, but it's it's changed and gotten darker over time. And Brandy calls Dorinda, and this is where this like this is the toxic side of this is what happened when she came on Housewives. <laughs> Sorry, my cat is screaming at me. Um, she calls Dorinda and is like playing victim you know she's like well you know i'm a little nervous to see the girls you know because they don't like me and poor me i've done nothing i don't deserve it i'm just a little tiny baby and so dorinda calls vicky and tamra and them it's like i don't you know let's be nice to brandy poor little brandy we don't want a girl gang up going on and it's like the toxicity begins and uh they arrive and there's already the rules of the house and Dorinda, let me see if I can demonstrate Dorinda um, has the plaques, the plaques with all of the, this is, this, oh my God, my cat is going nuts. Um, sorry. Um, and she's like, there's the rules of the house. And if you have any questions, look at the plaque. Like just, She's the only one who thinks it's fun to make people feel unwelcome. I get it, though. It's like a historical landmark, essentially. But she somehow still wants to have people there all the time. Whatever. Phaedra and Eva, though, I I completely understand why on Atlanta, they couldn't show this fun side of themselves because on Atlanta, they're all fighting and trying to like out Atlanta each other. But if they're not in that environment, they can just be themselves. And let's face it, a bunch of white ladies are not about to challenge them. They're going to be scared. And Vicky, um, Phaedra and Eva talk about the fights on Atlanta. They're like, look, if we can handle that. So when everyone arrives, Vicky is immediately throwing shade at the house. It's so rude. It's her home. She's like, you don't get bored here. You don't get scared. Is there a place to whoop it up? Vicky, you're sick. You're sick. This is just your shtick that you do. 
And so then we find out that literally the day before filming, Steve broke up with her. And I forgot that she had forced him to get engaged at the end of season 14 because she thought maybe that maybe then she'll be asked back and be a full-time housewife. And then she starts talking about the state of their relationship. And it's like, I, 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 he was living in her Mexico house more than the OC house. She bought her own ring shamelessly. She's like the, the ring he could afford. I didn't want. So I bought my own ring and no sex for 13 months. Okay. She said, yeah, every time I want to touch his wee wee. I mean, and they all make fun of her. Taylor comes up with some really good names. She goes, not maybe his Duke or stallion. Those are good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have come up with those. Sorry. I keep, if you're watching this on YouTube, I keep checking my phone because I've got some work stuff coming in. I'm very busy. Very. I have a lot of work things. No, it's not true. Uh, okay, here we go. Brandy arrives. Tamara says, though, she goes, I think I've met my match with Brandy. And that is accurate. Brandy's room is a pullout sofa, but I mean, a nice one. It's very nice. Eva, when she arrives, Eva turns out to be like a nice fan of the show. She's she says to Brandy, I know you from Celebrity Big Brother. And she loves Vicky. She's like the OG of the OC. She's you know, this is a good person to throw in the mix. This was good, a good casting decision because she's going to have like you don't need everyone to have a huge ego and you need someone to have a little bit of appreciation and respect for the art of reality TV. Right away, Brandy's like Phaedra, Eva, we're all Scorpios. That is, you know, Scorpios unite. I'm not a Scorpio, but I do know. And I understand why Scorpios unite because they are a very intense sign. And I get why they find each other. And honestly, who better than Phaedra for the fish room? She would appreciate it. She liked like she had. You know, what, did, what did she have? Um, was it a funeral home? that she had as a business. She, she was in a mortuary school. I think I'm, I'm saying it wrong, but she, she likes weird stuff. She walks in, she's like, Ooh, Jaws, you know, Phaedra's into weird stuff. So this was perfect. And also the fish room's gotten an upgrade. So well done. And Eva is going to be working. She is at the Ricky Smiley show at 6 a.m. every morning, and she is not missing work even on this show. So she has got a great room for that. So downstairs, while everyone's getting situated, Brandy, Taylor, Tamara, and Vicky are sitting for lunch. And um, Vicky's saying how she's broken up, or Steve broke up with her. And Brandy right away. She's like, well, Steve was a dick. And honestly, he was like, he was a dick. He was so using her clearly and was bored and was like, yeah, okay. Like, 
anyone was better than Brooks. So you just didn't clock it. You were like, yeah, he's not scamming people. So he's okay. But of course, Vicky's offended. Upstairs, though, Dorinda is pointing towards a tree and saying to Phaedra and Eva, she's like, I only feel Richard at that tree right there. And Phaedra and her confessionals like, who the hell's Richard? Now Vicky is being Vicky. She's all pissed off because they're not, they're taking too long to come down. And Brandy isn't having it. And she's just confused that anyone would be this entitled. This is very common. It is, it's like not everyone can put up with it. And I don't blame them. I would have a hard time with it too. It's like, what is your actual fucking problem? Um, Phaedra is going through this luxurious house. And this is, it makes sense. Like Phaedra would love this home. She's like, Dorinda's style is very rich and luxurious. It's like a chocolate cake with lots of icing and nuts. She would love it. So she's perfect here. And so (laughs) Dorinda, they all join for lunch. And Dorinda, they talk about Dorinda's book and, and someone, I can't remember who, but someone's like, what is, you know, what's your book about? I didn't get a chance to read it. And Dorinda says, um, you know, when I was put on pause and they all are like, uh, what? And everyone else has come to terms with it. They're like, we were fired. And she's like, no, Andy, Andy was like, let's put you on pause. And this is sort of the reason why Dorinda drives me nuts. It's like, bitch, you were fired because you were a nightmare. You were literally fired because you were a nightmare. Production was like this. She's impossible. Like, we can't keep her together. And in the middle of this, Eva's like, oh, wait, I just realized that all of us are no longer on our shows. And uh, turns out Phaedra and Eva have known each other forever. Mind you, this was a good thing. Like Dorinda was starting to get really pissed off that they were like, no, bitch, you were fired. And she's like, no, I'm on pause. And then they kind of just switched the conversation. So good job. But then Eva wrongfully encourages Brandy to keep drinking. She does not. I don't. She must just really not understand who Brandy is. She's like, I found my drinking buddy. And I'm like, no. And then Eva's like, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you stoned. And Brandy's like, I got my car taken away last time I smoked weed. And Taylor's like, yeah, you don't need any help being crazy. And then Taylor and Brandy start to have a little bit of a conversation. A little bit. And then Vicky says that she's 59 and real quick, Eva's like, you're 59. And she's like, and this is coming from me because black don't crack. You look amazing. And, you know, I don't think I've ever really seen Vicky around black people. So Vicky's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then um, they're talking about, and this is why you should leave that guy, dump that guy. And then slurry Dorinda's like, you know, if someone says, I'm not sure, you know, you're maybe not. If someone sleeps in your bed, they're gone. And everybody is now like, huh? This is, remember when Jules was on the show and Ju- it was Jules, Michael, 
John and Dorinda, they went out to dinner and Dorinda's giving advice and they're all like, what? And then they're doing like a time lapse of Dorinda talking and making no sense. That's this. And uh, Dorinda keeps going, when people are wishy-washy with me, it makes me hate them. And they're like, okay. And then and this is more annoying Dorinda. She's in her confessional. She's like, I want Vicky to be like, yeah. I can't. Like, I don't understand. She looks deranged. She keeps, she's like three times. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Why does everyone like you? All right. And then now Brandy's wasted and now she starts to she's she becomes like a shock comic but she's not a comic so it's just shock so she's like okay I will sell us a naked party we're all moms do you want to go to a naked party tonight get comfortable naked and no one even knows where this is coming from except Phaedra's like I'm very comfortable in my brow skin so let's do it and (laughs) Tamara's like "Uh, I just met you and I know you kiss and tell I don't want to get naked with you right off the bat. And then they show three days later, Tamara is getting naked. And I, the, the thing is, I get Tamara is going to get naked. Just like we literally just got here. And then Brandy, have you ever been with a woman? Uh, someone asks Brandy that I can't remember who, who asked her that. And Phaedra, like no one, Phaedra's like, you have what? And Tamara's like, hello. This was like a huge storyline that she tr- she tried to get back on Beverly Hills with. Hello. And so they all go and regroup now. And even Brandy Hang. And uh, you can tell Eva is trying to like take Brandy under her way. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. But at some point, Brandy goes into Dorinda's bed and like Dorinda's bed looked so cozy because it just did like it looked wonderful. But then Brandy calls Dorinda out as the voice of reason. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then Dorinda calls her bed like the United Nations. And yeah. Hello. We had a Wi-Fi outage happen that just completely cut off in the middle of my recording. So I'm going to do my best to pick up where I believe it left off. So I'm pretty sure it cut off when Tamara came in to Dorinda's room with gift bags. And they have a little chat and Tamara's like, I never called you unstable. Yet she kind of did. She's, she said that Kelly Dodd, she's unstable. She's like Brandy Glanville. And then to be fair, Brandy clapped back hardcore online and said a whole bunch of stuff. So they're even. Um, they set up a really cool confessional room. I will, I will give them that. It looks like a dressing room for like a play, like a really fun period, period piece play. Um, all right, though, here comes this part that like, this is what makes me just unable to understand why Brandy is in any way likable after all of these years. So Brandy came on the show and this is always her thing. She's misunderstood, but she's an asshole. She's, she fronts like she's all about women empowerment. She did that, um, like that stripper class, you know, find your inner sexy. And she does that shock sex comedy stuff that's about like, you know, empowering girl power type of stuff, but it's really just convenient for her and what she needs a pass on. But really she's not about women empowerment because if she was, she would know about how Taylor was mistreated and mishandled. She was in an abusive, potentially deadly relationship and instead of Brandy reflecting on that and how she handled it, she's not coming into this equation saying, this is a good time for me to talk to Taylor and say, look, I've learned a lot over the years. And, you know, we, no one handled that situation well, not even Bravo, Andy, like that reunion, the way and the way Andy handled that was horrible. And I'm so glad they're actually putting if you are in an abusive relationship or if you were someone you know and they're putting a hotline, because they never do that. They just talk about really dark things and don't put any sensitivity spin on it. They're like, oh, go fuck yourselves. Deal with it. So Brandy talks to Taylor and it's not about understanding Taylor. It's about having Taylor understand her because she's the victim Brandy has the nerve to say that that season was the worst time in her life. And in her confessional, she says, I was going through an incredibly hard divorce. Then I'm on a TV show 
when a man that I know died and is then accused of beating this person and I'm caught in the middle. That is the worst year of my life. How are you caught in the middle? In the middle of what? You didn't know Russell. And then she says to Taylor, after all these years, I didn't not like you. I just didn't understand how quickly you got over things. Why would you go on TV with that happening? And so when she, when she, okay, so Taylor answers. Taylor says, I thought that maybe that would stop these things from happening, having a camera crew, having cameras, having him exposed, it would like offer me protection. Still not realizing that this is an opportunity to learn about something. She says, not that I didn't believe you, but I thought, is this girl just here for reality TV and just throwing her husband under the bus? I mean, I mean, so now they go to dinner and Dorinda has these like icebreaker things on the table. And the question is, what's your biggest insecurity? And Dorinda says to be irrelevant. And I, now here I am defending Brandy, but Brandy's like, she still wants to be on Housewives. And I sort of thought that that's what she meant too. But of course, Dorinda's like, no, 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 don't say that. I was like, well, what else do you mean? Like, isn't that what you mean? But then the traumatizing part is the lobsters coming out and Dorinda cracking them with her hands. Now, mind you, we know that you have to crack lobsters with your hands, but just put a pair of gloves on, honey. Eva's so funny. She's like, that cannot be CDC compliant. You are outside the guidelines. And as if it wasn't enough for her to be cracking open these things, she then feeds Phaedra so sensually. But Phaedra's here for it. She's like, we are in your multi-million dollar home, ma'am. You can put them. She said, you can put them up my ass if you need to. She didn't say ass. I think she said butt because it's Phaedra. Again, Phaedra and Eva, like they are the ones making this watchable. So then Brandy says something like to Taylor, she's like, it reminds me of when you did the thing with the cotton candy. And because now, um, because Brandy's wasted from the day drinking, simply just talking to Taylor makes her think of the conversation they just had. And now it's a great time to talk. She's like, everyone else will feel bad for me if I bring this up. She's like, okay. So I wrote down the dialogue because I just can't believe that. So she's slurring. She's like, no, but seriously, like season two was the worst time of my life. And Tamara says, why was it a bad season for you? And Brandy, her husband committed suicide. And Tamara, so that was a bad season for you. And Brandy goes, yes. Yes. 
it was awful. It was awful for her. It was awful. And then Tamara says, but didn't you make fun of her for writing a book about it? And Brandy goes, no. And Taylor's like, yes, you did. And Brandy goes, well, by the way, bitch, absolutely. And Taylor's like, what you said is that I, ex- oops, sorry. What you said is I exploited the situation. And then Brandy's like, I think in that moment, you kind of did. But I liked all of you. I liked Russell. I liked you. I liked Kennedy. So there's no reason that I was the one who did something wrong. Again, victim. And then Taylor explains the backstory. She's like, Russell hid all the money from me. That's what abusive men do, typically. And so I have a kid in private school, and they offered me an advance if I wrote the book before the reunion. And so then Taylor's like, okay, well, I didn't know that. Everyone at this table now is like, you do what you got to do. You do what you have to do. And Brandy's now looking like an asshole, but she's like, oh, hold on. I need to go back to being a victim. So she's like, I didn't know that. And Taylor goes, because you don't ask questions. And Brandy goes, bitch, I was a friend of. You need to understand where I was coming from. No, you, you need to understand that maybe you fucked up back then. Maybe you fucked up and now you need to learn something. That's what you need to do. You need to learn something. Ugh. And so then Vicky jumps in and of course, Brandy tells her to shut the fuck up. And Vicky's like, do not talk to me like that. End of episode. So, so there we go. Like I said, I know I sound like a bitter, bitter bitch. So if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment and say, you know what? We, <laughs> it's okay. We don't need your bitterness. Because again, the only reason I do these recaps is because you guys seem to enjoy my perspective on the shows. And sometimes my perspective is not going to be so great. If you're listening to this on the pod, uh, shoot me an email. The email is shespeaksbravo at gmail.com. And I'm still doing Beverly Hills with my girl Piaget. Those come out on Fridays. I'm also doing Atlanta with Kendrick from Reality and Comics 2. And that comes out usually Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And then also Southern Charm. And that will be coming out most likely Sundays, if not Mondays. Um, and if you guys are like, you know, girls sit this Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 out, maybe do a com- maybe a comment down below or shoot me an email with some requests if it's a show I'm watching. Um, I don't really, what else am I watching though? I don't watch Below Decks because they stress me out now. Like they, they like trigger me and remind me of my old restaurant days because it's just like entitled awful people not not appreciating the hard work of the crew enough. Um, but yeah, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening and for watching. Like, subscribe, rate, review, and have a great day. Thanks. Love ya. Mean it. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.